0: everyone and welcome or welcome back to Coffee Hour with Megan. I'm Megan and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what it's like to be a STEM major and just kind of like what what goes into being a STEM major and also on the other side of being a STEM major, the pressure to kind of be successful with what career you're going to go into or even the classes that you're going to be taking. So, grab your cup of coffee and let's get started with this episode. So I'm going to kind of start off with what it's like to be a STEM major. And if you don't know what a STEM major is, uh, or if you don't know what STEM stands for, I should say, STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. And you can fall under any one of those categories to be an official STEM major, if you would would like to say that. Um, Personally, I fall under the science category. Um, I am majoring in... Nutritional sciences, but more specifically, I'm in biomedical and molecular nutrition. If you don't know what that is, it's just kind of a fancy way to say I'm taking all of the classes that I would need for a pre-med student. But on top of that, I'm taking ex- I'm taking um, more nutrition classes like advanced nutrition, uh, food and science. I have to take a cultural sustainability class. So that's just kind of what I'm personally doing. And I'm going to kind of talk more along the lines of my personal experience. I don't know what everybody else is like. I, I have no clue what it's like to be an engineering or a math major. So I don't want to speak for them, but personally for being a science major, this is kind of how I feel about being in a st- or being kind of defined as a STEM major. So for me, I would say being a STEM major is pretty hard. and. I feel like you kind of have to know that you want to go into it beforehand. And when I say that, I mean, like for me, I, I want to be a doctor. And I kind of knew that I wanted to be a doctor when I was pretty young, I would say. But I I think that by the time you're at least in like middle school or sometime at the beginning of high school, middle of high school, you should know that if you want to be a STEM major, like you, like you got to know at that time. Um... I would say for me, having my major is definitely not the easiest. And um, being in the college that I'm in is not the easiest thing either, either. Sorry. Because <laughs> um, for me, I'm in a college within the college, if that makes any sense. I'm in a I go to a university, but I fall under a specific college that is a science based college where all of my classes are where I shouldn't say all of my classes, but most of my science classes actually are offered within that college and then they're the same thing as a university-based class but they're a little they're a little different in the sense of there you probably are gonna have harder exams but that's just that's just me um so being a stem major you have to put in a lot of hours of studying and learning the material for me i i've definitely come to the conclusion that like i've put in a lot of times, studying and trying to figure out the material, a lot of long nights. Um, And so I actually thought this was kind of funny. Um, This kind of deals with science classes, I should say. It was a TikTok that talked about how with your science classes, um, like biology or chemistry, you actually go straight to learning the stuff on the first day. But in like a communications class or a literature class or whatever, you take time to read over the syllabus and you get to know each other or you take like a syllabus quiz. And I can honestly relate to that because the first day of chemistry or biology, you're like, okay, so this is a syllabus. You spend the first 15 minutes on the syllabus. And then the next, I don't know, however long your class is like 45, 50 an hour, you are learning material. You're on the first lecture. You're taking notes. Like you have to be prepared, but within with your like, uh, communications or I I don't know for me I had this one like it was a humanities class he spent the whole time on the syllabus and then he's like okay bye so there's a there's definitely a difference in like being a being in those kind of classes um another thing that you're gonna experience at least for me like I said I shouldn't say most people are gonna experience this but I know a lot of people who have experienced this where you have a lot of mental breakdowns, and it's not a bad thing. i'm I'm obviously not saying it's a bad thing. Well, it could be a bad thing sometimes, but it's not fun. But I've had mental breakdowns before, um, and I've had them at really bad times. i I have this this story where I had a really bad mental breakdown, and um, I think it was exam week. I was on the bus, I was going. I was coming back from class it was my freshman year of college i was coming back from class and i was riding the bus thankfully there was like nobody on the bus but i just started crying like i don't know where it came from i couldn't stop it i just it the tears just kind of came came out of my eyes and i just i was crying and then i got off the bus and i got back to my dorm and i sat on my chair and i just like I just let it all out. I was like, I don't even know why I'm crying. My roommate was asleep the whole time and I was just like, I can't do anything. So I like cried for maybe five minutes, wiped my tears off, grabbed my bag and then went to the study lounge to keep just like keep studying. And that's just like the way that it. that's just what happens when you're going through that kind of stuff. I, you can't control it. You don't know why it happens, but sometimes you just got to wipe off the tears and keep going. Um, so, yeah, being a STEM major is, is not the easiest. Uh, you have to be really consistent and dedicated to what you want to do. Um, personally, I'm studying for the MCAT right now, so I'm definitely going have, gonna to have to be dedicated to that. Um, I'm in a research lab. I, I've had to volunteer at the hospital to get in hours, and I've had to shadow at a hospital as well. So being kind of consistent and dedicated to what you want to do is in the sense of like you have to know what you need to do. You have to research everything that you need to get done before you start applying to maybe like a graduate program, medical school, vet school, dental dental school, nursing school, any of those kinds of things. Like you have to know what you want to do and you have to be dedicated to that to actually get the work done. Um, And along with that, like you have to put in hours of studying, as I said before, like you have to put in those hours to get good grades because your GPA means a lot when you're applying for those other programs. I I know that sometimes they look at other things. They like they look at things other than your GPA, but your GPA actually does mean a lot when you're looking to apply for other programs. Um, you have to be able to work for something and know that it may take a long time to get to where you want to be. Personally, for me, I know that I'm going to be taking like I'm. It's going to be a long road for me. I am nowhere near done at this point. I have to apply for medical school get into medical school, do four years of that, go through residency. And I'm not even, I need to do more research, but I personally wanna go into pediatric gastroenterology. So that means that I have to like specialize in two different things, which could mean multiple years doing so much. And I mean, I already know that I wanted to do it. Like I am A-okay with putting in those hours and like putting in the years of work and learning to be like to be able to get to where do I, to where I want to be, and I know that I'm never going to stop learning in this in the place where I want to be the career path that I want to go down. I'm gonna have to be consistently learning new information. Oh, I got an email. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna have to be learning like new information consistently. Like I and that's just something that I actually love to do. Like I love learning new things every single day. And even though it's going to be hard, I know that it's going to be rewarding in the end. I know that it's going to be something that I've looked forward to my entire life. And I'm finally, and when I get there, I'm going to be able to finally say, I finally, like I made it. I've dreamt about this for so long. I've pushed myself. I worked hard, like all the nights crying, all the nights studying, all the nights thinking, oh, I'm like never going to learn this material. I finally got to like, I'm going to be where I want to be. So that's just kind of how I see like being a STEM major and what it's like. But those are, like I said, that's just personally my experience, what I want to do later in life. Um, being an engineer could be a totally different experience. I have no clue what it's like to be an engineer. I know that there's a lot of math because my friend's in an engineering program and I just think about <laughs> like taking like Calc 4 and whoo, I could not do it. I stopped at Calc One. Actually, I stopped at statistics, and that was hard enough. So, I'm just going to, so yeah, math is not my strong suit. So, I'm going to kind of talk about what I like being in science, like why I like being a science major. And I feel like it takes special people to be a science major, too because I'm I'm a weirdo. I know I am. And I love science and like being able to be in science labs, like a bio lab, like I love that. So my experience with being in a lab, especially a bio lab, this is this kind of shows that, that I'm a weirdo. Our last experiment was about experiments, excuse me, was about worms. And we saw kind of how worms could grow grass and not on not or sorry we saw how worms could grow grass but like we not only looked at that but we looked at like the sustainability sort of and how like that could help people around and it was how you could trade out worms for fertilizer so instead of um using fertilizers that are like harmful for the atmosphere, you could use worms. And also we looked at kind of um, supply and demand in the sense of how grass-fed beef is a lot more popular now because a lot more people are looking to, I guess, healthier sides because I think grass-fed beef is a lot leaner than the like meal fed. I don't really know. It's like a grain or meal, something that they eat because sometimes uh, cattle are started on grass or they're finished on grass, but they start or they start with the meal or they finish with the meal and then they like swap back and forth so that they're getting both. But we were specifically looking at grass fed beef and how if you use worms, then if you use worms to grow your grass, then you can actually meet that um, demand that the economy is asking for, because obviously the demand for grass-fed beef is very high, whereas the supply is obviously not there because we can't grow the grass fast enough. So our thing was, okay, well, we can use worms to actually grow the grass faster and it is a sustainable option. um, And you can finally meet that demand. And I know that that is like so weird to some people. Like I remember I was telling someone about that and they were like, wow, that's just, that's really boring. And that's so weird that you're doing that. I'm like, you know what? I love it. We got to name the worms. We, we were having a blast. So let me just tell you that. So that was just kind of like one thing. The other thing that we did before like COVID kind of cut everything off was, um, was we were lo- looking at probiotics and how probiotics can actually work in your gut and how it can reduce inflammation in your gut caused by histamines. And we were going to look at two different types of probiotics or two, I should say two different. Well, there were two different like probiotic strains. I'm not going to even try and say the words because they're in Latin. So we're just going to say two different probiotic strains where we were going to see how they work differently in the body by looking at specific like histamine receptors and bacteria and, It was just a whole ordeal i really can't remember what it was because we weren't able to actually finish the project but being able to do those kinds of things are just so interesting and what i love about the college that i'm in is they actually make you do an experiment um from start to finish so you have to think of the experiment by yourself make up like you do all of the research by like well i shouldn't say by yourself it's in a team of four or five people but you have to, like, they really don't do anything for you. They're there to like answer questions in the sense of like, can I do this, especially when it comes to buying materials for your experiment and all that kind of stuff. Like they really don't do anything. It's all you. And I think that's why I love it. You're able to really just kind of focus on that. And it's probably something that you're going to be doing in the future. So being able to do it now is just so rewarding and being able to put it on your resume and then present your poster at a symposium is just kind of like what I love about that. Um, And then, like I said before, when you're in your labs, you actually are grouped into like four sets of people. So being able to be in those groups, like you get to meet other people that are also passionate and interested in the same things that you are. And I really like that. Because I've met so many friends and so many awesome people through my experiences. And not only are they people that you are friends with, but they're people that you can like study with or even cry with if you need them. But all in all, you really get to have some cool experiences and you really get to meet some awesome people. So on the other side of being a STEM major, I personally feel like there is a pressure to be successful. And I don't know if a lot of other people feel like this. I know of some people that feel like they have a lot of pressure on them to succeed in life and succeed in their career, succeed in their classes, like all that kind of stuff. Um but yeah, for me, because I want to be a doctor and All that kind of stuff i think when i say it out loud there's a lot of pressure in just those words of i want to be a doctor um i know that my pressure a lot of it comes from my family and i know and for me the thing is i know that they have never pressured me into being a doctor but almost everybody on my dad's side of the family is a doctor like my aunt my uncle my grandma like my grandpa was a doctor like There's just so many people there that are physicians, doctors, all that kind of stuff. And I feel like if I don't become a doctor, then I I don't know. I feel like I'm letting them down or I'm failing in that sort of way. Like even my grandpa on my mom's side, like he tells all of his friends that I'm going to be a doctor or I'm going to medical school. And it's like, I haven't gotten into medical school yet, grandpa. (laughs) So it's just one of those things where it's like, sometimes i feel like if i don't do that like i'm not living up to their expectations like i'm just like failing them but i also know that they would support me in any decision that i make so and it's not their fault and i know that they've never put pressure on me before but i think just with my mind i always feel like i have that pressure to be a doctor and it's something that i want and i'm not saying that i'm not going to be a doctor but it's just it's kind of one of those things that is was like, if I fail, then like, I'm failing, I'm a failure in life. And it's just, it's not fun. But on the other hand, there's also your GPA and your classes. And for me, I feel like sometimes there's a lot of pressure on being a STEM major and succeeding in your classes or having a good GPA. Because for me, a good GPA is somewhere between a three, six and a four point. And if I have anything below a three, five or a three, five, I feel so just crappy about myself. And a lot of other people would look to that GPA and think like, wow, that's a pretty good GPA. The fact that you like have that right now. And it's like with all your classes that you're taking, but it's like, for me, I just feel so bad. Like I'm not succeeding or just, I'm not smart. And I think a lot of the pressure that I put that I get comes from myself. Like I put so much pressure on myself to be this like extravagant person. And it's like I sometimes I can't live up to my own expectations, if that makes any sense. I I feel like there are a lot of people out there that feel the same way that I do. And I think that a lot of the pressure that I put on myself comes from the fact that I am a perfectionist and I think it's kind of funny how I literally took the um it was the Myers-Briggs or it was the Enneagram test yesterday and I got oh yeah it was the Enneagram because I'm a two a three and a one and a two is the giver a three I think I can't remember who was the three or the one I think it's it may have been the one actually that is a perfectionist. And I'm thinking like, wow, I know I'm a perfectionist. I love to have everything done perfectly. I love everything done right. And I think that's where my pressure comes from. If I don't do things right, if I don't think do things perfect, then I'm automatically a failure, which I obviously am not, but I just kind of put those words in my head. But yeah, um, uh, (laughs) let's see where, what else do I have to say? Um, I think the, and the other reason that I was talking about with getting good grades is that I am in a college that has a lot of smart people and they also want to do the same thing that I want to do. So I find that very intimidating when it comes to going to classes and like performing well in those classes, especially when you're trying to like speak out or if like a the professor calls on you because those classes for me are very small, at least like they're max, 160 people, 150 people. So like being called out, called on by the professor is not uncommon. So when you like, sometimes I'm nervous in those classes and sometimes like I feel dumb. I know I'm not dumb, but sometimes I just feel like dumb in those classes. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know the answer to that. How did I not know the answer to that? Like, I'm so stupid. And that's the kind of pressure that I put on myself sometimes. And it's terrible and it's very degrading, but I just do that. But that's also where having friends like come, like rounding about back to the beginning, like having, like being able to have those friends and those classes actually makes it so much easier. And for me, it takes a lot of stress off of me in the sense of like, I know that they're not going to think I'm dumb. They're not going to like, degrade me or something like that, because I don't know the answer. They're going to be the kind of people that help you get through the class. And I like it because most of the friends that I have are also the people that like to sit in the front row and take detailed notes. So if I miss something, they probably got it. If they miss something, I probably got it. And that's kind of the reason that I like my, um, my small college is that you're able to find friends where you can bounce off of each other. You can teach other, you can teach each other things. You can like, if, if you don't understand something, they can teach you and vice versa. And so that's where I kind of like, that's where some of my stress has taken off. But also, I mean, I know that it's never really going to go away. Some of that pressure, but I, I love to have my friends around and, I think that there are helpful resources and also having your professors around. I like have a lot of my professors to thank, especially my bio 1 professor. Like I went to a scheduled one-on-one meeting every single week so that I would be able to learn the material and like it helped so much in the long run cuz she would try and teach me through like examples or anything like that that would just help me understand the material. Like she would try everything until I understood the material. And I would be there in i would be there for an hour i think and if i didn't understand it or if it took longer like she would spend the time to make sure i understood it and i and in that sense like also being a stem major like you need to use your resources so yeah i it's definitely hard to have that pressure on you but when you're surrounded by people that care about you and actually want you want you to succeed it's kind of it's easier to have some of that pressure taken off. So overall, being a STEM major is hard, but um, I think it's worth it, especially if it's something that you're passionate about and are dedicated to and, and like you really want to do it. Um, but you can't get through it alone. That's that's the thing. You have to use your resources and everyone around you. You have to be able to put in those hours of studying and even crying if that's kind of who you are. And like, I'll admit it, that's who I am. So <laughs> if you need to cry, cry. It, it may help. It may not help. But at least you got it out there. Um, <laughs> you have to be able to know that it gets hard and stressful. But you also have people around you that are willing to help you out and make sure that you're able to succeed so i recommend looking for an advisor a professor or even just a friend in the class to help you get through things because not only can they act like someone who guides you academically but they can be someone who is there for you when you're feeling stressed out about class or just kind of life in general and kind of rounding back to my bio one professor like i loved her so much because she actually talked to us one-on-one during class time and asked us how we were doing and made sure that we would not only succeed like in the class but in life like she asked us how are you doing like what do you want to do in the future okay this is what you need to do to kind of just engage more in the class and make sure that you're learning the material like she is the one that told me time and time again like it's okay to say I don't know and that's where I have been able to kind of grow and take more pressure off of myself in the sense of like I'm able to actually admit that I don't know something because in like previously, if I didn't know something, I would just hold it in. I would just sit there, not say anything and wait for maybe somebody else to bring it up. Um, And if they didn't bring it up, I just didn't know the answer. I would maybe go and look it up, but I would just never know. And so she has actually been such an influence on me in the sense of like, I'm able to ask, Like ask questions and say, I don't know about something and just kind of actually learn the material at at this point. So like I said, make sure you look for somebody like that, that can actually help you through the class or like help you through life in general. So I'm going to round out this episode with a quote. And today's quote is going to be about learning. And it goes, the capacity to learn is a gift. The ability to learn is a skill. The willingness to learn is a choice. And that's by Brian Herbert. And I personally like this quote because I think it's really important to know that like the way that you learn is a choice. Like what you want to learn is a choice going into being a stem major is something that you choose and it's a skill that you have to learn to like be able to know the material and in the end it will be it will be worth it to say the least i think that it's going to be worth it it's going to be hard but it's going to be worth it and in my last episode i said i gave that quote that i had said like. Like if nobody said it was going to be easy, they said it would be worth it. And I think that kind of applies here as well, but I like this quote, excuse me, a little bit better just because it talks about learning and being a STEM major, you're always going to be learning. You're never going to stop learning. So just know that the capacity to learn is a gift, the ability to learn is a skill and the willingness to learn is a choice. So that's going to be the end of this episode. I hope you guys Got some good information. I know I always ramble during all of these, but I think that's what makes it fun. Um, I hope you know what it's like to be a STEM major. If you are a STEM major out there, like keep going. It's probably, it's probably really hard right now, but it's okay. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. So yeah, uh, like I said, that's the end and I will talk to you guys next time.